Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself, not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast if this is your first time here. So happy to have you here, and also very excited I managed to get this show out on time (laughs) this week. If you're a weekly listener of this show, you may have noticed that two weeks ago, there was no episode, and that was because I switched computers. So yes, still continuing on with the saga of switching computers, and I got too confident with the tech, y'all. It just... Nope. So I bought a Mac, but I've been using a PC and for whatever reason that I do not understand, the software that I used to edit my podcast wasn't working correctly and it was just, it was a whole mess and I couldn't figure it out. And at the same time, I also took a trip back to my hometown because both my parents and my best friends still live there. And as I'm trying to figure out this software and how to get it to work on the new computer and edit my podcast that I had already recorded, I realized that the intro and the outro that I put onto every episode was still on the old computer and I didn't even have it with me. So even if I had figured out how to edit this episode, I didn't have the intro and the outro with me in order to post it. I mean, I could have uploaded it without the intro and outro, Not would not have been the end of the world, but... At that point, I was just I was just ready to give up. I was like, no, you know what? We're not even gonna get stressed over this. We're just, it's just going to be a week late. And so that is what ended up happening. At first I thought it'll only be a few days late and nope, it was a week late. So I apologize for that, but technology, oh man, it just drives me crazy a bit because something always goes wrong. But I have learned that it's always, or at least it has been up to this point, It's figure outable. The patience I have while figuring it out is another factor, but we don't need to get into that. All right, before we get down to the good stuff, can I ask you a favor? Can you take 30 seconds and leave this podcast a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? Ratings are awesome and it takes like half a second to rate a podcast, but if you would write a two sentence review, that really helps the podcast. It gives it a boost and I would be so appreciative. It'll help more women find this podcast and all the good info here. So 30 seconds, two sentences on Apple Podcasts. Just scroll to the bottom of the episodes page and you can find it right there. And thank you so much for that. There's my pitch for that. So let's move on to the episode. What I did want to talk about with you today actually came from a conversation I have with one of my clients during our coaching session. And it just kind of gave me the idea for this episode. And that's outside influences. Now this can apply to any area of your life, but I'm referring to ones that more so deal with our body image, mindset, health realm, specifically. Obviously, that's what this podcast centers around, right? So nowadays, We're more connected than ever before. Our phones alone give us access to infinite communication and information. We're taking in information through conscious and subconscious thoughts 
all day long. And it's important to be aware of it and how this intake of info is affecting you. We all know the magazine covers blasting about some celebrity who has bounced back after pregnancy or praising another celebrity for losing weight or on the flip side, shaming someone for gaining weight. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. If magazines couldn't talk about other people's bodies, half of them would go out of business. But that's a more obvious outside influence. We've heard of that before. The language they use is blatantly clear diet culture, praising small bodies, shaming big, and they don't deny that. So maybe you brush off these headlines. You're able to read them without internalizing those same thoughts, or you don't even bother to read them because they just aren't an influence you like in your life. But what about other things that might not be so obvious? Here are some examples so you can think about these influences in your own life and you might be surprised to realize. Okay, number one is food labels. Every time a big new diet craze comes along, you'll slowly start to see products in the store referencing it on their label. So we're gonna use keto for example here. I have been buying the same brand of wraps, you know, like sandwich wraps for years. I really like them. They don't have a lot of added sugar. Anyways, about six months ago, their packaging had added keto friendly and big bold text right on the front. These wraps are just one of many, many products that are now referencing keto on their labels to appeal to all the people out there wanting to lose weight and thinking the keto diet is the way to go. But here's the thing. Even if you have no interest in going on a diet, seeing more and more of these keto-driven labels can start to trigger those thoughts and without even realizing it, keto is taking up space in the back of your mind. And this can slowly snowball over time to giving it more and more attention until one day you find yourself questioning whether that's the secret to health. And spoiler, it's not. (laughs) It's like the low-fat craze that is still going on. It's dying out now. It's definitely dying out now, especially with, you know, the counteraction of keto coming in, but still present. If a label said low fat, people's brains just made the connection. Less fat equals good. More fat equals bad. And it's the same with these labels. We start to associate the connection to keto or Atkins or Whole30 or whatever as good and healthy. And in no way does slapping that on their label mean that it is. Even something like vegan or contains X amount of whole grains per serving. Whole grains are great and you need whole grains. And if you haven't listened to episode 29, I would encourage you to listen to that one because it has a lot of great info on why you need whole grains and how to get them. But just because a product contains whole grains and they put that on their label does not make it amazingly healthy product or the right choice. So just be aware of how you find find yourself reacting to food packaging. Number two, and this is the biggest one by far, social media. We know this one is a huge outside influence. I mean, there are even people with the literal title influencer, but it's the same as the magazine labels. It's the subtle messages that can get to us the most. So that's why I put it on the list, even though it's very obvious that social media is an outside influence. On a visual driven platform, what are your thoughts as you scroll? You could be thinking, "Mm, she looks like she gained weight. Oh, cute hair, I wish my hair looked like that. 
Ugh, we get it, Ashley. You went to Bermuda. You can stop posting pictures now. Oh my gosh. They have the perfect family. Oh, she looks like she lost weight. I wonder what she did. And it's not like all thoughts during social scrolling are negative. I hope you follow people whose content you genuinely enjoy, whether that be a friend posting about their cat or an influencer. But here's something to consider. Are you following someone because you like them, their work, their message? Or are you actually jealous of their life? their body, their money, their relationship. We know half of it could be fake, but we get sucked in. Comparison syndrome is real, y'all, from the homes people live in to their bodies. I try and be aware of this, but it even gets me. I'll catch myself comparing my body to someone else on Instagram, or I'll think that I need to work out more, or I follow some accounts that people post nutrition for kids or meal ideas and such, and I'll start to think maybe I'm not giving my kid enough variety, or I should have more structure when it comes to meals and snack times. But then I realize that I'm having these thoughts, and outside influences is something that really used to affect me very negatively a lot. So realizing that I'm having these thoughts and then remembering that, oh yeah, I am awesome, and knowing that my child is fine, her nutrition is great, I'm doing a great job as a parent, if I do say so myself, and I'm just letting these outside influences have a negative impact on me. Social media can be fun and a great way to connect, relax, or get ideas, but ask yourself, how do you feel when you shut down that app? Better? Worse? or no recollection of what you looked at for the last 10 minutes. Pay attention to who you follow and if they're an influence you want. All right, number three, your social group, whether this means friends, coworkers, family, etc. Are they supportive of your choices or not? Are you letting them impact your mood or your outlook? If you said, I'm not drinking tonight, or I'm getting a salad, or I'll have the cheeseburger and fries, do they feel the need to speak their opinion on your choices? Whether it's, oh my God, you're being so good getting a salad. Or why are you getting a salad? That can be so tiring and you might feel the need to change your choices or agree with whatever their beliefs on wellness are just because you don't want to hear their opinions. But listen to yourself and what you want. I'm not saying you need to cut these people out of your life. Some people, it might be difficult to if they're coworkers or family or such, but you know, it's also totally okay if you ever do need to cut people out, but know that you don't need to agree with them or have that same mindset that they have. And you can speak up and call them out and let them know that you don't need their opinions. Last one, number four is phrasing. I think people who work in advertising are some of the most cunning people on earth. They pay very close attention to public opinions, reactions, trends, and they adjust accordingly. So an example being the phrase or the term healthy lifestyle or lifestyle. These phrases were being used by people who were anti-diet and were gaining a lot of support. So the diet industry and those who promote them started using these phrases as well to describe their diets or their products. And now the phrase healthy lifestyle is getting a lot of fire because of this. 
I've used the term healthy lifestyle a lot to describe my own life, but I'm starting to drift away from its use. And I do see some issue with it. To say my lifestyle is healthy could be saying the way someone else lives is not. And that's not true. That's not what I'm saying, but people do like to misconstrue things. Health, healthy, wellness, whatever term, it looks different to everyone. It's more so the way I live my life, the habits and what I prioritize and what's important to me makes my life whole roundedly healthy for me. But I don't package that up and tell people that they need to live the exact same way and they'll be healthy. So now I'm seeing the same trend with the word wellness. It's being picked up by diet promoting companies and people and used to influence you. So you think said diet product or whatever is actually good for you. Maybe this is why I always say wellness looks different to everyone, to keep the term flexible. It does not apply in one way, and it cannot be bottled up and put into a package or a product. So you have to make your own decisions about what is best for you and be critical about what you believe when it comes to the changes you wish to make in your life. There are thousands of outside influences, but I tried to sum up a few into some categories. However, outside influences, they're never going to go away. You can't avoid them all. So find ones that align with what you're looking for. Instead of workout programs that emphasize skinny, thin, tone, and how many calories you'll burn, find ones that emphasize feeling good in your body, enjoying movement, empowering yourself. Instead of people and programs that push eating a certain way, find ones that provide education on how this or that food serves your body or provides recipes you might actually make. Instead of those that draw a connection between looking a certain way and happiness or your value as a person, focus on the influences that support your beautiful self and know it's your body and you have the right to look however you want. The point of this episode isn't to be like, everything is out to get you. It's just so you think about what may be influencing you and realizing the information you're taking in and how it's affecting you. And again, if you would not mind, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could take 30 seconds and write a two sentence review, I would be very appreciative for that. I will talk to you next week. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.